And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. America. How's everyone doing? How is everyone doing in the country run by deception? Run by fear. Run by power. Greed. And a little bit of mind control. In America, where the elite scumbags tell you what to think, what to believe, what to wear, who to like, who to hate, and the list goes on. How about when the elite scumbags instill fear and to the American citizens about death. Death by something they will call evil-looking. They'll call it something it's not over and over and over to make you, the people, start to believe it. It's called a false narrative, a.k.a. fake news. Coincidentally, they use the news to do this. Whether it's on broadcast stations or social media, they use things like the Sinclair Broadcast Group company, one company that owns about 620 channels nationwide to push that false narrative all over the country in every state to make you believe it all. Now let's be completely honest in case you didn't know the elite scumbags yeah they don't give a crap about you at all it's all about them and all about them only caring about themselves and their families caring that they have all the money Caring that they have complete control, power over you, the lowly people. If you don't quite understand or grasp what is being said right now, let's start out with police, police in America. A majority 
majority of the citizens of the United States actually believe that the police are here to protect you. Guess what? They're not. The police are not here to protect you. The United States Supreme Court has ruled on this very thing. It was actually in June of 2005. You can look it up for yourself. It's Castle Rock v. Gonzalez. And the United States Supreme Court ruled that the police did not have a constitutional duty to protect a person from harm. They are not here to protect you. By the time you have called for help, it has already happened. So hopefully now you're awake that the fact is daddy government is not here to protect you. The police are not here to protect you. So who is going to protect you? Who is going to protect your family? Every citizen, every man, every woman needs to be responsible for themselves and for their family's safety and protection. Since you are the actual adult, no other adult is going to or is supposed to keep you safe or protect you. That is your responsibility. So how do we, the adult citizens, keep ourselves safe and protected, keep our families safe and protected? Well, first and foremost, we use the God-given right to protect ourselves. And secondly, created by man, our constitutional rights. One of them being the Second Amendment. For those of you that might have been living under a rock, the Second Amendment actually means a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. If you're wondering what a militia is, it's us, the citizens, the people Security of a free state means we don't become a country ruled by the majority. 
which is actually a democracy, kind of like the whole woke majority right now, ruining the country. It means we're not run by tyrannical dictators. We are to be a country of the rule of law, which is a republic. So now to go back to the police, they are only here to do one thing and one thing only, enforce the rule of law, not to protect you. You protect you and your family by God-given rights and the right to keep and bear arms. But if the elite's scumbags don't have total control over you, what are they to do? What are they to do to get that full control? How do they get there? Lies. They lie. Tell you. Over and over and over. What they want you to believe. That big daddy government will comfort you. And coddle you into safety. Benjamin Franklin, one of the many founders, said, those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserves neither liberty nor safety. So if the government is not here to keep you safe, why would you give up anything to the government? Why? Because you've been brainwashed to believe that the government cares about you and that the government loves you. How do they brainwash? With lies. Over and over and over. Let's look at one of their major lies, mass shootings. They love to go after the mean looking weapon, attack. Come up with all sorts of play on words, tactics. They call it an assault rifle or an automatic rifle. Because of the letters A-R. But it doesn't mean either one of those things. The A-R actually stands for Arma Light Rifle. The company that actually first made them. It's a semi, semi semi-automatic rifle. So semi doesn't mean fully, like they try to portray it. It shoots the same 
as a semi-automatic pistol. Hence the word semi, again, because it is not fully automatic. They love to call it a weapon of war. The mass shooter used a weapon of war. It must be stopped. It's a bold-faced lie. Because people like myself that have actually served in the military would never use a semi-automatic rifle in combat. It would be utterly useless. They lie by not telling the citizens truth. Actual facts. Like 56%, 56% of mass shootings are done with a semi-automatic pistol. I laugh at the lies. It's, it's pathetic. Instead of telling the truth. So 56% are with a semi-automatic pistol. 13% of mass shootings are done with a semi-automatic rifle. One of the most horrific and worst shootings in America, mass shootings, was in 2017. It was at Virginia Tech. 32 people lost their lives that day from two two semi-automatic pistols. You can check out all the research yourself. Go to FBI. Go to crimesearch.org. Your, your choice. But it's out there. They don't tell you that mass shootings happen more often than anywhere else in a place called a gun-free zone. Meaning you, the law-abiding citizen that wants to protect you and your family at all times, does not have the right to in a gun-free zone. Interesting. But since criminals don't follow laws, they don't care. It is a gun-free zone. They don't have hate in their heart. Go to seek out to do damage, see a sign, and go, oh, I can't bring my gun in there. No. They look at it, and to them it means they have a sitting duck zone where nobody's going to retaliate. Nobody's going to stop me because the law-abiding citizens actually follow the laws. There is a method to the elite scumbag's madness. If they can take away that one gun from your protection, they just got more control, more power over you. Because it won't stop there. 
Next, it'll be the ammo. Right? You hear Brandon talking about like two rounds, whatever. Then they'll go after the magazines. Can only hold one. Or you just throw the bullet at them. Then they'll go after the pistols, the handguns. They're not going to stop. Then you won't have anything to protect yourself or your family from the bad people, the corrupt government. If you don't believe me, take a look at Canada. Canada is one of those countries. They're run by a dictator right now. And that dictator, that tyrannical piece of crap, just banned the buying, selling, or transferring any more pistols in that hellhole of a country. Again, who who is that actually helping? Is that helping the people? Or is that helping the government have more control? Look at Australia. Look back to when that weapon there was used. You know, everybody got sick. The police in Australia were acting like brown shirts for the elites, doing the bidding of the elites. They were going around and controlling every move the citizens made. Ticketing people, finding people, arresting people. Oh, you're on public? Nope. Got to be home, locked down. Going to jail. And the people had no way to fight back from that tyranny. Look at China. Even worse. Those people were literally locked into their own homes. Couldn't move. Couldn't go anywhere. Or you'd be thrown in jail or worse. Once again, the police were doing the brown shirt work for their overlord, tyrannical leader. Amazing what people can't do when they don't have the means to overthrow tyranny. The whole reason behind the Second Amendment originally was because we were ruled by tyranny, England, King George. And the founders never wanted that to happen again. And they knew that man was easily corruptible. And that someday we might have to alleviate ourselves from tyrannical dictators. How do we know that that mean-looking gun is all a load of crap? Well, let's look at some facts, some numbers that actually don't lie. Let's look at 1982 all the way up to 2022. So 1982 to 2022. 
there has been 1,056 deaths from mass shootings. That means in the last 40 years, the last 40 years, there have been 100, excuse me, 1,056 people have died from nutbag criminals. Mass shootings. Now, we saw that stat. Let's look at some of the easiest fixes for that situation. For mass shootings. We could stop the nonsense of gun-free zones, because that only literally helps the criminals. We could put armed security, maybe veterans, in school, not police. We already know they're not here to protect us. We don't need another group of people that are not here to protect us and send them into a school or we're going to have another Uvalde on our hands. They could use a card swipe, a badge swipe to get into schools. You don't have one, you don't get in. A couple of things we could do there. But see, the government is full of crap. They don't care about the mass shootings. They don't care if it was adults or kids that died. It doesn't matter to them. Because no sooner does a mass shooting happen, and then with a minute of it happening, all the political morons get on TV and go right to the gun agenda. Not the real solution, but the gun And they tell the people, oh, we're going to go, we're going to make more laws. You know, the laws that only hurt the law-abiding citizen. Meanwhile, all the laws they have in the books right now, they don't even enforce. It's about control and power. How do we know? Let's look at 1985. Up to 2020, there have been 191,331 deaths in the United States from drunk driving in 35 years. Only went up to 2020. They don't have the 21 and 22 data yet, or at least I couldn't find it. I think 35 years was enough. 191,331 deaths from drunk drivers in 35 years, not including 21 and 22, compared to 1,056 from mass shootings in 40 years. What the hell is going on? How come the elite scumbags are not going after alcohol manufacturers? How come the elite scumbags are not going after, I don't know, car manufacturers? Obviously, a lot more Americans have died at the hands of alcohol and the deadly weapon of a vehicle after drinking alcohol than mass shootings. 
But taking away alcohol, taking away a car, does nothing for the elite scumbags. It doesn't give them total control over you. Because alcohol can't protect you. Because you can't pick up your car while you're in your home. You can't pick up your car while you're sleeping. You can't pick up your car while you're in school. You can't pick up your car while you're at a concert. The alcohol you're drinking at a concert will not help you. And you can't pick up your car or a bottle of whiskey to protect yourself from a tyrannical government. And the government will never give up the amount of taxes they collect in alcohol sales and car sales in America. So it's radio silence on what is probably now closer to probably 200,000 deaths from alcohol. Cheers. Take your heads out of your ass. It has nothing to do with government keeping you safe. It has nothing to do with stopping mass shootings. But it does have everything to do with controlling you. Controlling how you protect your family. Controlling how you protect yourself. Either from a tyrannical corruption, tyrannical government, or from criminals other than political ones. When a strong man fully armed, guards his own house. His possessions are safe. Luke chapter 11, verse 21. And that is your muse.